No one knows the day or the hour. With this grouping of readings that we have towards the end of our liturgical year, the church is asking us to consider our own judgment, how we've lived our lives, how we have responded to our call to be holy. So I'll now propose maybe three ways to think about how we're growing in holiness. The first would be understanding that we have a call to holiness. The second would be the particular objectives of the particular state in life that God is calling us to. And the third, uh, which is rather simple, is making sure that your daily actions align with our universal call and our particular state of life. This first aspect is the end of our entire life. It's heaven. It's our call from God to be holy. And every baptized person, and as we heard ourselves called in the gospel, the elect, have an inheritance in heaven. And this inheritance is a guarantee, lest we separate ourselves from God by sin. And all humans, all of us, have this great call to be saints. All of us are called to be, some might say, like little holy cards on grandma's refrigerator. Your face is meant to be there. But to live in the light of God, we need to live our lives in the best way possible. We need to follow the commandments and follow the instructions of the church. So we have to form a particular strategy that fits our own life, our own uh, particular calling. Enter the second aspect to consider. What is the particular objective of my life? Uh, perhaps the, the best way to distinguish this is between uh, whether you're called to marriage or called to be, uh, to, to be celibate, to be unmarried. Because uh, and this particular call to marriage or celibacy is a, um, the word in the church that we use to describe this is vocation. And this week is National Vocations Awareness Weekend, which is why I'm preaching here and preaching every Mass. Uh, and I, I've always wondered why they call it an Awareness Weekend. Because when you have an Awareness Weekend, it's about um, something bad, right? It's about like, like cancer or some sort of irresponsible driving. Something you should be aware of um, because it might kill you. Whereas a vocation is a good thing. Um, it's God's specific call to you to be holy, to fulfill the mission he set before you. So it's this call for each of us, man or woman, to live their life offering your complete self for the good of another. And this is done, like I said, in marriage or in celibacy. Right? In marriage, it's, it's good, it's natural and holy um, to desire marriage. And holy families are the very foundation of the church. I, I, I don't know where I would be without my own family. The good news is, is if you're already married, this, mid, this second objective of knowing your state in life is complete. You know what your vocation is. You've already committed to it. But if you're single, you need to think, what's the particular state in life that God is calling me to live? A husband or wife, a religious brother or religious sister, a missionary, or even a priest in this church. Because some people are called to serve 
and live only for God. To live unmarried in the service of God and his church. To be totally his. To, so that your only inheritance is God. Jesus is calling some people in this church today to be totally his. And if that made your heart skip, you need to ask a few more questions. You need to discern, what is God calling me to? And there are lots of people that can help you discern. Most notably, the people that have done it before. Or, especially, your pastor sitting in the chair right there. He's helped many men discern a vocation to the priesthood. Um, and so, he, and so he's, he's done it himself and helped others along the way. So he's a good person to ask uh, to better discern uh, the longings of your own heart to see where God is calling you. As well as many other people in the community, family or friends. Even there's an office at the cathedral, right, just a, a couple of miles down the road. And the sole purpose of this office is to help people discern and to provide for seminary formation for future priests. Now, enter shameless plug. Um, they don't, uh, they, uh, the formation of priests um, needs your help. We have an endowment fund, which would, uh, uh, we're hoping to um, get to a, I forget the exact amount. Uh, there's supposed to be some, some flyers, but you can, of course, check the website to get some more information as far as um, where the, how the fund is doing and, and how it breaks down into uh, how much tuition is and how much goes to each, each seminary and that, in, that, in their formation in that regard. But for the past five years of my life, and this coming last year in seminary, has been provided for by the diocese, by your own generosity uh, uh, to this endowment fund. And I'm greatly grateful for that support. Myself and all of the 50 other, 50, 49 other seminarians that are in formation to be future priests of, uh, of our diocese. But they also help women discern. Um, both, they have both men's and women's retreats to help you better understand where God is calling you to. Uh, a good friend of mine who is now in the convent, she actually just called me earlier this week, uh, inviting me to her investiture, so where she's going to first put on the habit. Um, and I get to be able to be there and help uh, deacon at that mass. Um, she also spoke with this office to get a better sense of um, what are the steps to help me discern? What are the various communities? What are the various missions in which I could give myself to imitate Christ? The last aspect to answer this call to holiness is really just making sure that your day-to-day actions fall in line with the first two points. Are you daily thinking about how am I called to holiness, that I am called to holiness, or that I know I live this state of life, but am I really doing it to the best I can? Or if you're perhaps still undecided, um, uncommitted on your, on your own vocation, uh, there needs to be a realization that holiness can't wait till tomorrow. It can't wait until your wedding day. It can't wait until ordination. I realize that um, a, few, um, a few years ago, um, a number of years ago, uh, when I was discerning the priesthood, 
living as God wants me to live couldn't wait until ordination. It had to begin today because nobody knows the day or the hour. And death comes like a thief in the night. So, for each action in the day, uh, maybe a good way to examine them is to ask ourselves, is this in accord with my call to holiness? Is this in accord with the way that I've promised to give my life? Right? As a spouse, caring for your spouse and your children and the rest of the community? Or as a, a, a priest or deacon where you promise to pray the liturgy of the hours? Um, are, you, are you meeting those promises along the way? Are you neglecting some of your responsibilities um, uh, that, that ought to be taken care of? And are you making the proper time to pray as it's appropriate for your vocation? So we ought to know the very end. God wants us to be holy. He's going to help us to be holy. And he's calling us to a particular way, a particular state of life to do that. And he's going to give us the grace every single day to, to, um, to be holy. <laughs>